This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Grow Your Business and Grow Your Wealth podcast with Gary Helt. Gary is an expert in helping business owners put together a plan that will provide a better future for their businesses, themselves, and their families. On the podcast, Gary interviews other professionals who share his vision, and together they share secrets and strategies any business owner can use to build a better financial foundation for your business and your life. Welcome back to the podcast, and today our guest is Mike Thomas with Lighthouse Insurance Services, and Mike has been uh, serving his clients for 30 years now. Welcome, Mike. Thank you, Gary. Nice to be here. So tell us some about yourself and what made you pursue a career in insurance. I'm sure much like many kids that have their dreams when they're four and five years old that they want to manage risk for forever. And that's their that's their dream. Nobody wants to be a fireman or a professional basketball player anymore. They want to be an insurance agent. Uh, actually, I, I wanted to be uh, I was going to be the left handed Larry Bird. And uh, when I was growing up, that was my dream. But uh I'm a lot shorter and can't nearly shoot like him. Uh, so I was actually going to go into insurance or go into accounting and have my accounting degree and worked for a big six accounting firm for a little over a year. And there was going to be an awful lot of travel involved with that. And I was looking for something else to, to kind of get involved with that still involved numbers, math. Uh, that that side of things with with business, and I looked into insurance. My my dad was a life insurance agent, so I did some life insurance sales with him for about four or five years. And from there, I wanted to break out into learning the property and casualty side of the insurance world and uh, keeping it in the family. My father-in-law had a small insurance agency. So I went and learned the property casualty side with him for another four or five years. And then at that point in 2000, I decided to go out on my own, start a scratch agency uh, where we do offer property and casualty uh, as well as the, the life insurance. And we've been, uh, we've been running with that for 20 years now. So you know, in this 20 years that, that you've been doing this on your own, um, what is it that you wish you knew uh, when you started that you know now? I think well, the industry has certainly changed in in those in those 20 years. Uh, we're, we're seeing storms pop up that we didn't have years ago. Uh, we're seeing the number of cars on the road in today's age uh, that we didn't have before. Uh, the number of distractions, you know, we, we didn't have cell phones when, when I got into this, into this industry, uh, we're seeing several more distractions that are out there, especially for, for the young kids that are, that are getting their, their license and, and learning how to drive. So I think there's just the, the opportunity is presents itself for many more claims. Uh, we have a duty to 
you know, learn, learn both the rules, but as well as being able to, you know, stay out of accidents, uh, anticipate maybe what's going to, what's going to happen in front of you. Uh, just people, you know, need to, you know, take that extra time to, uh, to get there, to get there safely on the homeowner side of things in the last 20 years, what we've seen is that homeowners insurance is a catastrophic policy. It's there for the major hazards that are out there. Uh, a tree falls on your, on your house. Uh, there's a hurricane, there's a, a tornado, uh, something along those lines. That's, that's what home insurance is for. It's not a, a maintenance policy where if maybe your roof needs to be replaced because it's 20 years old, you know, that's not a homeowner's claim. Or if the, the deck that you have that you haven't maintained properly is getting old because it, it hasn't received the, the care and attention that it should have had as far as warped boards or staining it every so often. That's not an insurance claim. We, it's strictly a, a maintenance or it's not a maintenance policy and it needs to be you know, treated that way, I think. So what are some of the questions that um, clients should be asking you um, when you're placed an interim form that they're not asking you at this point? I think a big aspect on the homeowner side, it starts with getting your insurance value at the proper level. Uh, there is a misnomer out there that if I pay $300,000 for my home, I should insure my home for $300,000. Uh, that's just not not the case. Uh, a, a, a good insurance agent will take the time to learn the house that you are purchasing. Uh, they want to get, is it one story? Is it two story? Is there a basement? Uh, what kind of of bathrooms? Are they upgraded? Are they builder's grade? Are they custom? Same with the kitchen. Uh, is there a, a wet bar in the, in the, in the home? Uh, what type of uh, sprinklers? Are the sprinklers in the home so that the square footage of the home so that you find out what the actual replacement cost is for that property? If, they, if, if someone is willing to pay $300,000 to buy a home, that is as that home is sitting on the property and the land that it's on. An insurance company isn't gonna insure the land. You know, if, if the house, God forbid, burns to the ground, you're not going to re, replace the, or rebuild the land. The land's still gonna be there. So I think finding the right dwelling coverage to protect what is it gonna cost to rebuild your particular home, uh, including taking away any debris that maybe needs to be removed and also taken into consideration if it's an older home, making sure that if there is a major loss that that house is, is brought back according to the updated code and laws of the particular county that you're in. So that's probably the biggest, the biggest foundation is to start with the proper dwelling coverage and then moving on from there to, to break down into the different endorsements and coverages that you should have within a homeowner's policy. So, you know, you're, you, you brought up homeowners um, policies. So what are some of the things in homeowners policies that you really need to make sure that, that you have, what coverages are in there 
um, you know, kind of what comes standard, what, what is something that, that's added on? Um, I mean, because you talked about the dwelling and stuff like that, but what about, you know, all of my, you know, fair family heirlooms that I have and jewelry and things like that? Is that all covered under standard policy? Great question, Gary. Uh, generally, no, that is not going to be covered under a standard policy. Uh, you will have most companies will give you about 70% of your dwelling coverage in what's called personal property content. So that's gonna be your clothing, your furniture, your belongings. However, if you have those family heirlooms, if you have jewelry, as an example, if you have uh, some fine instruments, uh, musical instruments, if you have fine artwork, uh, that sort of, even, even silverware, that sort of, of contents needs to be scheduled on your homeowner's policy. Generally, it's relatively inexpensive to, to do, but it is an additional cost, but it is a way of properly valuing it and making sure that if there is a loss, you're getting repaid for the replacement cost of that product versus actual retail or actual cost for that. Uh, it's a way of making sure that you're made whole. You know, the insurance company's job is to make you whole again. As, you know, three seconds before a claim occurs, the insurance company wants to get you back to that, to that point. And that's a, that's a way to handle some of the excess uh, materials that someone might have uh, in their contents. Uh, a couple other things that you should definitely look into on a homeowner's policy, it would be water backup through sewers and drains. A lot of companies are including that in your policy now, but not all do that. Uh, water backup through sewers and drains, it's almost a question of, of when, not if, that you might have a claim with something like that as the, as the home matures as you have trees around it that could have roots growing through the pipes that are, that are underground. If the sewer system, if the water system, if that were to back up in your home, generally it's the lowest, the lowest points. So a lot of times it's basement. If you're on a slab, it will come in on that main floor. That can do a lot of damage. It needs to be mitigated properly with bringing a, a restoration company in that is going to eliminate the mold, the mildew, any type of fungus that may have been caused from the water damage. Water can be very deadly in a, in a home from a mold, mildew, mildew standpoint. So having proper water backup coverage is certainly a, a big key. Uh, having identity theft is an important one. You know, we're hearing identity theft happening more and more uh, we're, we're hearing it from the big corporations, the Target and other other banks. It's it's happened to. So if it's going to happen to them, it can certainly happen to you know the little guys like you and I. Uh, having identity theft on your policy is some again some will include it. It's very inexpensive to to ha add to your policy, but I think what's important about the identity theft, in addition to it giving you coverage if you're held liable for anything, but also it kind of steers you on the path to getting your credit restored, which is almost more important than 
repaying any liabilities these days because you know people just don't know where to where to start from in terms of you know if you're if your social security's been hacked or you've got all of a sudden you find out there's seven credit cards in your name that you never did this is uh the companies really help you get uh get back to where you where you need to be uh, a third major coverage that is relatively new in the last maybe year year to two is what's called underground service line protection normally if there is a damaged pipe that is between your house and the street that is not something that the insurance company covers and that is not something that your electric company or your plumbing company or the county is going to cover uh, this is a relatively new coverage where now any service line servicing your property, be it water, sewer, uh, electric, gas, phone, internet, any of that, uh, a lot of companies now, if there is a, an actual breakage in one of those pipes, it is now covered in that area between the, you know, the, the no man's land in between your, your actual house and the street. Uh, so that's those are three three instances of coverages that have become very important, and I would highly recommend them to be on any any policy. And you know, it's certainly something you'd want to discuss with your with your agent when you're getting a quote. So you just listed those three three out. Um, now you know if somebody's had their policy for a while, they've had their home for a while. How do they know if they actually have the these you know, new endorsements or whatever on their policy. Because again, if I've been in my house for, you know, 15 years, how do I know that, that I now have this since these are fairly new items? Another great question, Gary. You're on your game today. Hmm. The best thing would be to review it with your agent. Hopefully everybody has a, an actual agent that they can go to with questions or there are proactive agents out there that as a new endorsement or new coverage comes down the down the road, they may reach out to their clients to say, "Hey, this is a new a new endorsement we have. We can add to your policy. It will cost you know whatever twenty seven dollars a year. This is the coverage you get. Would you like me to add it?" Uh, you know, people aren't going to read their policies. I get it. I'm an insurance agent. I don't read my renewal policy. You assume everything's the same as as last year. So it it does make good sense. On renewal, you know, feel free, you know, once once a year, once every other year, or twice a year, depending on the situation. Reach out to your agent. Say, hey, I would I would like to to go over my my policy. Is there anything I'm missing? Is there anything that's that's come down new? Uh, you can be proactive as a client and as a, a good professional agent. They're going to want to try to be proactive to reach out to your to their clients. But you know, that's just not always always feasible as a, as an agency may may grow and so it's always best when you get the renewal have a conversation with your agent see if there's something you're missing and uh, you know it builds rapport with the agent so that way if there ever is a need that agent's there you can call them and uh, and get the help you need so um, what are some of the um, your clients biggest fears and how have you helped them overcome those I think some of the biggest fears are, is a claim going to be covered? I think that's the, that's the biggest fear among, you know, most, most of us out there. 
uh, when you buy a homeowner's policy, for example, a State Farm policy looks like an Erie policy, which looks like an Allstate policy. You know, on paper, they all look fairly similar, and it's not until you actually have a claim that you really find out just how good is that piece of paper uh, that is your policy is. Uh, so I think that clients are very concerned about what is covered, what is not covered. Uh, and you, you can't go through every single scenario of this is covered, this isn't covered, but you wanna make sure that, for example, hurricanes, wind and hail damage, is a, a big issue in the last few years as we've had these various named hurricanes and storms coming through. Some insurance companies have different deductibles for wind and hail or named storm damage. If in your head, your policy says, I have a thousand dollar deductible, but somewhere in that fine print, it shows wind and hail deductible or named storm deductible of, it could be, 3% of your dwelling coverage. Well, homes around here, they could easily be insured for $500,000. So you could be looking at a, a $2,000, $2,500, even a $3,000 deductible when all of a sudden you thought you were only looking at maybe $1,000. Uh, so that's a, that's a big key that the people wanna know what is covered, what's not covered. Uh, you know, premiums always, always a big thing with the client and I get that. You know, our job as a professional insurance agent, you know, I wanna get you the coverage that you need at the lowest possible cost to do that. So it's not always the cheapest policy that's the best, it's the cheapest policy with the benefits and coverage that you need that makes a difference. You know, it's more, you know, what's the value of my policy uh, versus the cost. And I realize, especially in this, day and age, you know, everybody wants to save, wants to save money. And I get that, but you don't want to save money at the expense of coverage and then find out after the fact that that piece of paper of the policy really wasn't quite what, what I thought it was going to be. Uh, so you really want to find out. And again, that's where your agent comes into play. Find out what's covered, find out what's not covered. Uh, is there a way you can save money? Uh, is there a way to, you know, cut costs one place and without cutting your, cutting your coverage? Well, I think that's the biggest concern with clients, finding the right coverage, but at a, at a cost that, that they can afford and they, that they, they're comfortable with. So, you know, you deal with uh, clients of a, a large different variety um, and so forth. What is one of the uh, important things that you've learned so far? Every client regardless of whether they're buying that $20,000 bungalow or a, uh, a McMansion that's, that's 3 million, the needs are still there. The percentages are still there. Uh, they are concerned about coverage. They wanna know that they're being taken care of. And you have to treat every client, here in our agency, we try to, treat everybody like, like their family. You know, you want them to feel like they are a value asset regardless of what coverage they have, regardless of what kind of vehicles that they drive. We wanna make sure everybody is insured properly. Everybody knows we value them as a client and that we're here to service 
them and their insurance needs, whatever those insurance may needs may be. We may talk more, more coverage if they have more vehicles or more homes, but it's still just as valuable whether you have one home, three homes, one car, four cars to get the coverage that you need and be protected if you need, if you do have a claim. So you just talked about homes and auto and stuff like that. Um, there's umbrella policies out there. Can you tell us what, what an umbrella policy is and how does it, how does it work? Of course, uh, I highly recommend umbrellas uh, and they're, they, they are, I, I, I figure that they are a way of, to help people sleep well at night. That's how I treat them. An umbrella is an additional liability protection usually sold in, in $1 million increments. Uh, so for example, we would say a $1 million umbrella gives you an additional $1 million of liability protection that would sit over top of your home and your cars, any other rental properties you may have. Uh, it is a worldwide coverage, which is kind of nice. Uh, when when you and the missus take the trip to to Ireland, and you rent a car, all of a sudden you're you're driving a vehicle on the wrong side of the road than what you're used to, and the steering wheel is on the wrong side of the car that you're used to. Unfortunately, things things happen when you're when you're put in that in that situation. This umbrella will follow you to Ireland, and it will sit over top of the auto insurance that you would purchase in on that rental car. Uh, if you have a swimming pool, we highly recommend having an umbrella. A swimming pool is what's called an attractive nuisance. Who doesn't want to go play in a pool? Well, sometimes people that aren't necessarily invited are going to go play in that same pool. Or we could have, you know, we have little little Johnny's birthday party and all the friends come over, which is which is great. That's what pools are for. But if something were to happen, you want to know that there is a million dollar liability policy just in case someone slips off a diving board, someone's running on the on the concrete or or you know falls off the slide. Uh, it's it's there for that. If you have rental properties, if something were to happen on that rental property, an attorney is going to come in, they're going to sue the renter, but they're also going to sue, they're going to come after the property owner. This is, gives you a, an extra million dollars of protection to sit over top of your existing liability coverage for those rental properties, just in case your tenants were to do something or have something happen to, to them when someone's visiting that property. So an umbrella is extremely important. Uh, you don't wanna lose your house over a claim. You, know, you could have uh, a major car accident, unfortunately, and you know the, a jury could award a, a, a big payout. Uh, it's not worth losing your house when you could have a, an umbrella policy for, you know, give or take $150, $160 a year uh, for an umbrella policy to give you that extra million dollars of protection, which works its way right back around to you can sleep well at night knowing that that extra million dollars of liability protection is there to protect you and your family. So you brought up rental properties. So if I have a homeowner's policy uh, on a rental property that I have, does it work the same way? It does not. Uh, generally speaking, a homeowner's policy 
is for the homeowner that lives in the property and owns the property. So it's gonna cover the dwelling, the house, the structure itself. It's also gonna cover your context, your belongings that you have in that property. If you have a rental property, you're gonna to wanna to get a dwelling policy that will cover the structure of the building itself, probably a limited amount of contents because unless you're renting the, the place for fully furnished, which is not very popular, but it can happen, uh, you're gonna to wanna to make sure you're protect, protected for any damage to the building, the, the property itself, and then whatever tenant you have in there, you would make sure that they have what's called tenant insurance policy. It's gonna cover their belongings, their goods, because that's, that's not your responsibility to cover their belongings, their personal items. And you're also gonna make sure they have liability protection on that same dwelling property, I'm sorry, on that tenant policy, because that way, if something does happen, like we just talked a couple of minutes ago with needing an umbrella, they do have some liability coverage that would kick in before it even gets to you. So it does build a, a wall of protection between you and the tenant just in case something happens. Because again, you're not there. Uh, you're not gonna be there. You're, you're trusting your tenants to, to do what they need to do, which doesn't always, always happen. So this way you're protected that way with a dwelling policy. So are there any special strategies that you use uh, both short-term and long-term with your clients? We try to do reviews as much as we can. And where what we will try to do is if someone will call in maybe to add a new vehicle on their policy, we'll take that time to discuss other options that may have, may have come down where they can get some additional coverage. Or me, what we may update them at, you know, you're, you've got an older vehicle, maybe you shouldn't be carrying full comprehensive and collision on that vehicle anymore. Maybe we, we drop it down to, to liability only, and we explain the pros and cons of doing that. Obviously you would save money if you drop coverage, but if you drop, if you drop coverage, you also lose some of that valuable coverage. So we always try to do reviews Anytime a client were to call in to make a change on their policy, ask a question on their policy, uh, that seems to be the best way to, to talk about it. And we try to be proactive that way versus, versus reactive. I think any, any good business owner in, in any industry, whether it's insurance, whether it's accounting, you, know, you wanna try to stay ahead of the curve. It's easier to help a client before something happens than after the fact. So, can you talk about why it's important having a professional like you um, helping with my insurance as compared to using an online company? Sure, be happy to. I think that's it's a huge it's a huge key in making sure that you have someone looking out for you as as an independent agent. You know. I'm on the side of my client. I'm there to help my client get the coverage that they need. And again, we try to get it at the best possible price. And they don't always know what coverage is to ask for. Uh, you know, they, you know, I, I don't know their industry, whatever, you know, we have, we have doctors, for example, we have, we have uh, dentists. I don't know how to fix teeth. I barely know how to brush my teeth, but we can certainly go to them for our needs, our dental needs. Same thing with, with a professional insurance agent. You know, you don't, you don't 
do your dentistry online. Uh, you don't have heart surgery online. I think having that true professional that you can ask questions, you can get advice, uh, you can get recommendations as far as coverages that you, that you need, and you have someone to go to if there is a claim, if there's uh, a problem with your payments. Uh, we, we've had that a lot with the COVID, unfortunately, this year, where you know times are, times are tough for people. They've called and we're, we're able to go to the insurance company on their behalf and try to make arrangements to maybe defer some of the payments or, or minimize the payments for a couple of months so they're back, so they're back on their feet. Uh, this way, you just, you don't know, you don't know what you don't know. And as a professional agent, we can point these things out to the clients. You know, do you have, is it a brick home? Is it a, a, a frame home? Is it plaster on the inside? Is it drywall? We can help them navigate their needs versus if you go online, you know, it, it's easy to, to put lower coverages. You don't always know if you're getting the best, the best coverage. Uh, you know, it's, it, it's a way, you know, you're almost looking at your, at the bottom line from a cost standpoint. And as we've talked a little bit before, the best cost isn't always the, the lowest cost. And I think this way, uh, having a true professional that you can speak to, you build a rapport with, you can go to, you know, as a claim example, once you call a claim in to an insurance company, it's a claim. It's on your, it's on your record, so to speak. If you call your agent, your agent and you can have a three hour conversation about the pros and cons of coverage. Is it coverage? What should I do? We'll tell them, hey, go get an estimate ahead of time. You know, you have a thousand dollar deductible, get an estimate. If the estimate's $800 to be fixed, then there's no reason for you to submit that to a insurance company and have a claim on your, on your record if it's gonna be under your, your deductible amount. If you just deal online directly to it, you know, you're not gonna get that advice. You're gonna have a, a wasted claim on your policy uh, and insurance companies look at that, you know, there's, you know, things are, things are tightening up in the industry that after one or two claims, some insurance companies are, are getting rid of their, of their clients. So, you know, we try to educate them and that's what a, a professional agent can do for their clients. So what are some of your, your biggest concerns right now with, you know, COVID-19 and just the way that, that um, the industry is going at this point? Big part of it is the hands-on, you know, we, we don't get to, to meet, see uh, our, our clients, even our new prospects like we, like we used to uh, with a, you know, we like to have, have them come in. Let's review your policies. Or if it's, a, if it's a new prospect, bring in whatever policies you have now. We get to meet with them. We get to talk to them. You know, the Zoom like we're doing now certainly helps. Uh, you know, it's not quite the same, but we're, we're adapting. Uh, you know, our goal is, you know, we want to keep everybody, everybody as safe as, as we can. Uh, clearly the COVID-19 uh, pandemic is, is a concern, but we're doing the best to keep both our employees safe and our clients safe and, uh, and trying to help them, you know, be there for them when they can, you know, people aren't using their vehicles as much. So we try to lower their, maybe their vehicle usage. 
uh, I mentioned before about some billing issues where, you know, it's just, it's getting tough for people to have ends meet. So we're going to the insurance companies and asking, you know, can we defer some payments or can we lower their, their minimum or something to that effect? So I think that, you know, we're doing all we can in this, in this time to try to help our, our clients uh, and try to help them, you know, stay open. We have, you know, several commercial clients and, you know, the, the businesses are, are certainly being affected. Mm -hmm. How can we maybe save them some money? And we, so we're reviewing their policies. If, if they're not doing quite the sales or the travel that they used to, we're doing our best to lower them during this terrible pandemic period as well. So if somebody wants to get with you um, to, to ask you questions, get quotes and stuff like that, where, where are you allowed to do business? We are licensed in Maryland. We're, we're headquartered in Maryland. So we're licensed Maryland, DC, Virginia, and Delaware. Uh, those are the states that, that we work in and we're happy to help anybody and everybody in, in their situations, even if it's just some, some questions. Uh, in other states, uh, we usually have people that we can refer them to, to find them a good professional agent when, if it is a, a state that we're not licensed in, we're happy to, to do that as well for people. Again, we really try to help anybody that, that calls us. As, as a lighthouse insurance agency, we've found over the years, there's a lighthouse insurance company in South Carolina. There's one in Illinois, there's one in New York. We'll get those, their calls sometimes, and we have those eight, their 800 numbers handy so we can refer them if we do find out they're in the wrong, they've, they've called the wrong lighthouse insurance company. So how can somebody reach you um, or your agency if they want to get a, get a quote and they are in uh, the states that you're licensed? They're welcome to look us, look us up. Uh, if they Google Lighthouse Insurance Services, we're loaded in, lo located in Gambrels, Maryland. Uh, our website address is relatively easy to remember. It's www.lighthouse and then a dash, then the word insurance.com. Uh, so they're more than welcome to look us up there. Uh, they'll find out a little bit about the agency. They can email us from there. They can call us from there. Uh, if it's easier for folks just to pick up the phone and call, uh, they are more than welcome to call us at 410. 721-6000, and we'd be happy to, happy to answer any questions uh, that they may have on their insurance needs. All right, Mike, I really appreciate your time today. Um, any parting words uh, that maybe a question I haven't asked that, uh, that you wish I would have? One big one that I will mention as, at least here in my office, I don't know about yours, Gary, but it's raining like crazy right now. So, which brings up the reason, the term flood. Flood is not included on a homeowner's policy. Uh, anybody can get flood insurance, uh, but flood is not covered on a homeowner's policy. A lot of people think it's automatically covered. Uh, if you are in a high risk flood area, chances are your mortgage company forced you to have it but you are not required by law to have it if you're not in a more of a highly highly likely floodplain. Uh, again, a call to one of your a professional insurance agent, they can find a quote for you. Uh, it's all th done through FEMA um, and all the rates are, are the same no matter where you go. 
but it's something that you should you should at least consider, uh, especially if you have a basement, if you've got water near your near you or you're in a, no, a low lying area. It's something that you may want to consider. Again, thank you for your time today. We uh, appreciate your words of wisdom for us. Uh, today, our guest has been Mike Thomas with Lighthouse Insurance Services. Thanks, Mike. Thank you very much, Gary. I appreciate it. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.